0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Creators Collective podcast. Uh, we've got our guest um, Liz Watson on today. Uh, so Sam and I will yeah. be hosting Liz as she talks about um, quite an interesting last I'm year. excited. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to introduce yourself, Liz, and say a little bit about, about you um, to, to the podcast? Sure.
1: <laughs> yes, I'd love to. So I'm Elizabeth Watson, also known as Liz, um, and I've been doing art... As a hobby for years, 20 mm-hmm. odd years. Um, I've yeah, been interested in it for a long time. haven't practiced it regularly until about 10 years ago and mm. just got back into it. Um, God in- reintroduced me to doing it as part of my uh, spiritual practice, part of my resting in him. And it's just grown from there,
2: really. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. I'd love to hear a bit more about that spiritual practice. How has, yeah, how what, why art has been part of your spiritual practice and what's that look like practically for you?
1: Um, so it's my way of responding to what God puts on my heart or says mm-hmm. to me or inspires in me, yes. basically. Um, it's playtime mm-hmm. um, and that time for me to have quiet time with God, mm. but also to just experience his goodness and glory. And in practicality, it's, uh, a, it's time out in my week. Sometimes mm. it's five or ten minutes with a sketchbook um, sometimes it's an hour with paints yeah. sometimes it's a whole afternoon um just getting messy and having a bit of fun yeah. um and more often than not actually I enjoy it most when I invite other people in to do it with me mm. and share all of my art materials and we just have a time of praying and chatting and listening to God and putting on to whatever form it comes out as whether it's paper or something else um yeah whatever god is saying to us and sometimes it's collaborative and sometimes it's doing it individually and then sharing Mm -hmm. what god has been speaking through that yeah.
0: that yeah. sounds so interesting and and you've travelled recently as well yes I have can you say a bit more about what
1: you've been up to yeah sure so um, I had the opportunity to join a training programme program called Incarnate mm. run by um, an organisation called the Inspiro Arts Alliance who are run by Operation Mobilisation mm-hmm. um, and it's basically a four month training programme for artists to help them consider how their art practice and their um, inspiration and passion for art can be used in the wider world to get people to engage with uh, uh, with God, with their spiritual practices, with their creative identity as made in the image of Creator God. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, it was two months in Hungary where mm-hmm. we got to. Exciting. Yes, it was very exciting. <laughs> yeah, very we got different. a week of exploration in Budapest, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. It was very touristy, but we got to um, see some of the art elements of Budapest East. which was amazing. We actually did an art, a street art tour of Budapest, mm-hmm. which made me a little bit homesick for yeah, East London and Brooklyn. Is you it know? similar? Would it, you say they're a, Yeah, a it's little, very similar ah, in terms of, you know, how much they've got and mm. But a lot of it also speaks to the historical. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. What's what, happened what in the history? Been yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I'm really interested now. I've come back in doing a street art tour here mm. to see where the history is shown in mm, what we've got alley. here. Because yeah. I'm sure there, there are correlations. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, and then we spent the rest of our two months in a retreat center out in the country. Um, it was just us. It was about 17 artists from. I want to say five different countries. I mm. don't actually remember which countries they're all from. Um, but we had African and American and uh, Chinese and Taiwanese. And so lots yeah. of different mm. um, nationalities and cultures represented. Um, and we spent our time, uh, we did theology training in the mornings. Um, and then we had studio time in the afternoons. Such a blessing. Mm. I wish artists are with me all around the world, I think, thinking we could have studio time every day would be amazing, right? Yeah. Um, And then, um, yeah, just working out how we do life together and how we do community together, coming from all of our different backgrounds Mm. and experiences um, and learning about how we might use that in other communities that may be Christian or maybe not Christian. Um, and thinking about how we can use that as ministry tools or mission tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got to spend two months in different countries. My team went to the Philippines mm-hmm. um, and we got to actually put that in practice um, to see what that is actually like on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to work with a local YWAM team who have been working in their area for the last 14 plus years. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. it's uh, one of the bigger islands, but the majority of the city is actually on smaller islands. So there's a lot of isolation mm. um, there's a lot of still a lot of tribal culture around. And there are actually in that area tribes that are still discriminated against and ostracized by their own people because they are so different in the way they look and in what they do. Right. Um, and Wairam has a real heart for working with those guys, but also working with the local pastors and helping them be less isolated. Mm. Um, as they're usually the only pastor on their island right. mm. running the single church that mm. is on the island um so yeah working with those so we got to help them and um, train them in what we've learned thinking mm. about how they can connect with their local arts because so many mm. of them are themselves artists and yeah. mm. um, how they can use that passion that they've mm. got and the skills that they've picked up in ministry mm. and in engagement contexts and then we got to um help them share that with the pastors, which was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit did some wonderful stuff oh, in the time yeah. that we were there. Um, one example is I got to lead a prophetic arts workshop mm-hmm. with these pastors, which That's was cool. stepping out of a comfort zone for me yeah. um, because I didn't know these guys, <laughs> but also for them because they'd only known each other for a day. Mm. And so we spent an hour just practicing listening to holy spirit and putting that down Mm -hmm. on paper and then i gave them 10 minutes to share what god had been saying or what their experience was we ran over by about an hour because all of them Mm -hmm. wanted to come up and share Um, and then at the end of the course that we did with them um there was a holy spirit led um reconciliation session where they all just started saying sorry to each other for the discrimination and the ostracizing and all of that kind of stuff which was just Mm Yeah, that was so powerful and such a privilege to witness because yeah. I'm totally aware that we have nothing to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we also got to work with some of the tribal cultures. So one in particular was a forest tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a church there yeah. and they invited us in um, mm. to speak to them, to engage with them um, and to talk about their traditional arts. What do mm. they do? as a tribe, that is, you know, textiles, they do basket weaving, Mm. dance, their music, all of that. Mm. But what's really interesting is, um, this is just one example, but many tribes do the same thing. When they get introduced to Christianity and they start their churches, they put aside all of their traditions and their cultural arts in favour of what's being brought in. Mm. So the songs they sing are usually Western probably in English, occasionally translated into the wider language, um, very rarely translated into their tribal language. Mm. Um, they stop their dancing and wearing the their traditional costumes to church. They don't do any mm. of that. So we were talking with them and the YWAM team that work with them on a more regular basis to get them to start thinking about how how would you do that? Yeah. How do we reclaim some of that that has negative and non-christian connotations that might have been taken over by other spiritualities you know how do we reclaim some of that so that you can use that and therefore make it more relevant to the rest of your tribe and welcome Mm -hmm. them in um yeah so that that. sounds so
0: important because of kind of every tribe and tongue worshipping god and to think that sometimes a culture is imposed and often that is just yeah. the most powerful mm. culture, like a Western culture or sort of the Americanization mm. of the church. Yeah. So everyone is singing these same mm. songs with very American expressions in it, which yeah, don't yeah. fit even um, other types of Western people, let alone people who are from tribes. Yeah. Um, and what was that process like? Was Was it kind of welcomed? Did they, did they feel suspicious? Because it feels like that would be quite a shift as well. Yeah. Um, I think for
1: the Filipino culture... They were, they actually really welcomed it, the group that we were working with, because they recognize that they've had so many different other cultures. It's been a crossing place for cultures for years, generations. Yeah. So they recognize that they've had all these different cultures come in. um, And the group that we were working with were more Protestant, more independent, and the national faith is Catholic. So they already see that they are different and don't quite fit within that so they were willing and ready to say oh yeah so we don't have to do it that way and we don't have to see it that way and um, and so many of them already are excited by their creativity mm. that they were chomping at the bit to get started yeah. you know mm. um yeah so in with the pastors many of them took the prophetic stuff we did home to their churches and like the next week we're starting practicing it with their church. Wow! So, yeah, that was, that was really cool. powerful. And then the tribe that we were working with, um, we got to actually spend time working with them to think about what are your practices? What, what is your tribal history? Mm. Um, and what do you want to start using? And for us, we were only with them for um, like six weeks so it's, it was the very beginning of that conversation for them and the YRAM team and their pastors are the ones that will continue that and see it develop. Um, so it's going to be very exciting to keep hearing, keep in touch and yeah. see her, um, how that grows and develops yeah. and changes mm. over the years.
0: And, yeah. and what was it like for your own practice and your art? Because you were saying about the studio time and it sounds like it was such a kind of intensive experience mm. creatively. What was, what was your process like um,
1: there? It was, it was amazing to have the time out mm. to mm. practice on a regular basis. Um, and I think, as a result, um, I've completely changed the way I think about my art practice. Mm. Okay. Um, and God did so much work in me through my art practice in uncovering and breaking down and rebuilding. Mm. And just, yeah, it was a very formational experience um, and has made me realise how much my mental health is, af- is affected by um, my spiritual practice. And when I don't create, I know mm. that I'm not in a healthy place, which is something i would never realised before, which is good. Yeah. Um, but also, um, it's just made me start to completely rethink what life is like now. We've come back mm. um, and God is challenging me to be be an artist on a more full-time basis Mm -hmm. and i don't know what that actually looks like so we're just trying to work that out right now (laughs) you know um because yeah i'm sure as an artist yourself you know it doesn't make a lot of money right so paying the bills especially in london (laughs) it's not an easy thing so yeah just working out what that actually looks like
2: Interesting, because you said that during that time that you feel like God um, helped you, like, reform, and reshape your creative practice. What was, like, can you explain any of the changes a little bit? Like, what was it like beforehand and anything that... What what kind of things changed, if anything?
1: Big question. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So beforehand, I often would see it as something I could only do when everything else was done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in terms of spiritual practice... Um, it was when God called me into it. I never necessarily chose to do it myself. Mm-hmm. It was always a, oh, okay, yes, it's time to do this now. Yeah. Whereas now it's very much more that I need to do this. Yeah. I, I, need, I need to sit down and do this. I need to do it with God. I need to do it for me. Um, and it is, I've realised it's part of the way I process my interaction with the world as well as with God. Mm. So, yeah, I just have to create. And sometimes it isn't creating in an artistic way yeah. or in a traditional artistic way. Sometimes nature of life, my creation is cooking. Yeah. Creating an immense feast mm. to enjoy with friends because I, my art crosses over into my cooking in that I don't necessarily follow the recipes. So it's definitely <laughs> yeah. a lot of throwing it around and making a mess. A lot of <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so sometimes it crosses over into that um but nowadays also just making sure that there is time on a regular basis to sit and do mm. so like, before i would work on one project at a time mm. now i think i've got about six on the go okay
0: yeah.
1: i have no and also learning to rest in the waiting so i get to a certain point of i don't know what's next mm. so i'll put that one down and pick up another yeah. one um I used to create from a point of I know what the finished product is going to look Mm -hmm. like. But now God is taking me into just creating and putting the layer down that he tells me and waiting for the next layer to come, Mm -hmm. which is very interesting. Because sometimes I start with an idea. It was one I did a few uh, weeks ago, I, I had an idea of what he wanted me to create, mm. and then as I created it, it came about that that wasn't actually what he wanted me to create. So, you know, I, I start by telling people this was supposed to look like this, yeah. but actually what it looks like is completely mm. different. And you can't see why the image yeah. I started with is not represented in the image mm. that was finished. Yeah.
2: So yeah. So that's been like a, almost like a period, a period of trust, isn't it? And- having to listen a lot more to God and yeah. stuff so has that also helped your faith in the way grow oh hugely
1: yeah. oh hugely That part of the undoing and redoing is God teaching both me and my husband Rory how to rest in him mm. more and he did it in the creative side but he also did it in the practical mm. living side we yeah. completely ran out of money at one point and had no way of feeding ourselves and then God did his thing yeah you know it's just amazing and that just echoes itself in my art yeah. practice nowadays it is like I want to do this I have no idea how to do this yeah. so I'm just going to oh look it works
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> you know things yeah. like that and layers of as I said earlier that it's about playtime for me and oftentimes it is that child like okay so you want me to do this and I think that if I do this it will come out like that oh, look, it didn't quite work. But if I do this? And then we kind of, Mm. Holy Spirit and I kind of play and see what ends up appearing, Mm. which is a lot of fun.
0: And and what sort of things do you make? Are you painting or are you making other things? Um,
1: Because it's play, I will try anything. Anything. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times at the moment it is painting. Mm. Um, Also a lot of pencil and pastel work. Mm. Um, I love calligraphy. So I will default to calligraphy quite a bit as well but it's also mixed media Mm. so i will do what is you know and it's what is to hand god is teaching me to use what i have around me at the time so we were traveling so i could uh, i had the art materials that i could carry Mm. and you know we're traveling around the world so we've been limited to weight and size Mm. so there's only so much that you can carry right so and in the area of the philippines that we went to they don't have um access to the same art resources Mm. that I've gotten used to here Mm, right so there was very much a case of they they gave me the freedom to paint on the wall like Mm. to paint them a mural they built this house for us to go to in the Philippines Mm. and then said yeah please paint us something on the wall from God okay (laughs) Um, and you know I had to go and find the paint to paint Mm. it with and you know with learning to just use what is available and what is around um, so, yeah, it's mixed media it's the, mm. in a very loose term, yes. is what yeah. I create.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and earlier you were saying about living in community and kind of from coming from all different places. and mm. Were there challenges with that? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was that like? Because <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. we, all, we all come with our own expectations and understandings of the way things work, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But with however many different countries and cultures yeah. represented... I mean, there were 17 artists, but there were 50 of us all together with mentors and teachers and families that came. So there were, there's a huge number of people who didn't know each other to start yeah. with learning yeah. to live together. And we were living together 24 seven. We were eating together. We were worshiping together. We were creating together. Everything was mm. happening together. Um, and uh, yeah, it, there was so many misunderstandings and having to learn how to communicate. There were several people whose English, English was the main language, but English was not their first language. And for some of them, they'd never spoken just English. So English was part of their native, uh, the way they spoke Mm. at home, but it was a mixture of English and their native language. So speaking in complete English sentences was something they'd never had to do before. And listening to everything in English, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to a foreign country and had to live there without speaking the language before. It's hard work. Yes, it's
0: exhausting as well. That level of
1: concentration and, you know, trying to make sure you understand everything, as well as all the different cultural contexts that are going around, the subcontext, everything. So that was, it was hard and there were lots of mistakes. We had a whole session about two weeks in where the leaders just, took us to a place of forgiveness and reconciliation. And we spent three hours washing each other's feet as we were putting down some of the expectations that we felt had been missed. And, you know, just going through that process of saying, I'm sorry because I brought this into this conversation or into this relationship and it hasn't worked and it isn't the way it should work. Um, Yeah, just, and we did a, a really beautiful project where we had to um, put together a worship service. But we were essentially told that it has to be multicultural. Um, It has to hit the different disciplines that we were focusing on. So we had music, we had visual arts, we had dance, we had um, performing arts, um, and we had videography and photography. Um, And so we had to use all of those And it had to be something that would cross all of the cultures that we were w- with and in, and had to become a, a cohesive unit in itself and incorporate all of the theology that we were learning at once. And we had two weeks to it's do that. That was a lot it's of things. Loads. Yeah, it, it was huge. huge. Yeah, what a big um,
0: undertaking.
1: And, uh, it was a beautiful thing to do, and it came out amazingly but there was so much pressure and tension in doing it because we had so many misunderstandings and there were short timeframes and yeah, it was, it was a huge learning curve for all of us. Um, not sounds a lot like, of specific examples yeah. in there Sorry. but it, no, it sounds like
0: it would take a lot of energy and kind of working through mm. but the reason I, I say it is because I'm ex-YWAM and I remember when I lived in a YWAM house and it was it was as you described it sort of very multicultural people from all over the world and um, it was in quite a remote part of Scotland and there was this, the only place we could go out in was a, a hotel at the bottom mm. of the hill which had a, a bar in it and so on a Friday a few of us went there and then we came back and then on the Saturday there was this kind of like a thing because some of the Christians just didn't believe in alcohol like having alcohol mm-hmm. as, as christians so they were looking on us as sort of a bunch of degenerates they were <laughs> sharing a christian home with and, yeah. and that's quite unusual for uk christians where um, actually you know i was like, well where i'm from i'm considered wholesome i'll have you know <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but it's one of those things you just never would have thought of yeah. till you live in a house mm. together and you have to kind of um you know, live side by side and realise there are different ways of being a Christian. Yeah,
1: yeah, completely. And we, we had to break that down because there were people coming from different denominations and different yes, yeah, ways yeah. of worshipping as well as the cultural side of stuff. Yeah, because
0: so, it's not wrong, it's just different, <gasps> a lot of it. It's just yeah. sometimes style and preference and how you've been raised. Yeah, yeah.
1: One of the great things they did in the training was allow each of us to come and share a, one way that we do that, at least one way that we did that. So in, in worship... In the mornings we would have a a moment where someone else would come in and do it a different way and yeah it was it was very good mm. yeah
2: the thing i'd love to ask you about is you've described a couple of times like your creative practice is play mm-hmm. um can you elaborate what do you mean by yeah that creativity is play or that yeah. your process is play
1: um it means that it's fun mm-hmm. it means that it's messy usually um depending on how messy one can get in the environment you're in um it means that often it draws other people in Mm -hmm. um and it means that it is exploratory Mm -hmm. so oftentimes um it's using something that I've never used before I don't know how to use very well um and yeah it just has to be fun Mm -hmm. it's it's going back to being a child in the sandpit and trying to Build something that you don't know how to build Mm. with. You know you've got this grand vision, Mm. and the tools that you have are not going to actually make the grand vision. But as the child, you don't you don't know that, and you don't really care. So you just go for it anyway. It's that kind of that. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: yeah. And as a child, often you have the imagination to what you can't fulfill within for the torch you've got you can imagine those things there yeah. anyway can't you and i yeah. think that's a yeah mm. yeah a great uh,
0: that's it and there's something about the non-judgmental space of play mm. it feels like you're saying something about you know you don't have to have expertise or this competence that you might have assumed mm. just having a go is that sort of what's involved yeah. in being messy that's it i
1: think one of the things i've learned in this journey is i'm not about end product i'm about process mm-hmm. so the art that i create mm. doesn't have to be beautiful It's the journey that I go through and the art Mm. goes through and Mm. the fun that's had on the way and what is learnt in the process and on the way. Um, one of the things God is talking to you about at the moment is using my artwork and my process to tell stories of this whole journey, Mm. um, to encourage other people to get involved in that. And it is, it's a hard, um, line to walk with that whole judgment, this is supposed to look like this, and the whole play aspect of, I don't actually know what I'm doing right now, so I need to put that down, so that I can enjoy this bit and see what happens.
0: So uh, Liz, any current projects, anything you're working on at present?
1: So many, like I said, I've got at least six on the go at the moment. I am working on putting together an exhibition to showcase the journey that I've been on. Yeah. Mm. Um, I have never done it before, so this is a whole new journey in play. Mm. Working out how to do that. Um, anybody that wants to help, please come and get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, a, a few uh, small projects and big projects that are linked to that and not. I'm doing. I'm learning to do self-portrait. Mm. which is kind of scary yeah. because that's putting me on paper, yeah. um, which is quite interesting. Um, trying to do it in different formats. Um, and I'm wanting to start doing some workshops so that I can start regularly inviting people in to come and play with me,
2: yeah. um,
1: and especially in the prophetic side of stuff. Mm. So, yeah, watch this space, see yeah. what happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So thank you very much, Elizabeth, for being on the podcast and sharing about your incredible experience. It's been really interesting and inspiring for, for us, mm. and I'm sure everyone's um, Such a privilege we'll also have been uh, inspired by that and it's just been really interesting to hear about um your journey of using creativity and your art in across the world in different places in mission in bringing about prophetic word um yeah and just yeah about um this whole idea of play and how we can try and i think something we can all try and bring more into mm. our creative practice and things like that um so yeah i'm sure you'd be happy for anyone to chat to you about definitely about your experiences and about your creativity and stuff i think that's really cool um so yes yeah, so thanks for being on the podcast and um yeah we'll have another episode coming out very soon Send